Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome into Best on the Board. It is Tuesday, June 28th. On today's episode of Best of the Board, we are going to take a look at the 16-game MLB slate. That's right, 16 games, the usual 15 with all 30 teams in action, plus a doubleheader between the Guardians and the Twins in Cleveland gets us up to 16 games. Michael Beller, Nick Groke here with you. Nick, no shortage of options for us to pick from this loaded MLB day. Yeah, and spoiler alert, I guess it's player day. Oh, is it really? I don't, apparently. I don't know, I don't have any oh, games to pick. Oh, exactly. oh I, Actually, I thought you I, meant it was like uh, what the, the when they wear their nicknames on the back of the jerseys. I thought that's what you meant. Well, they should have coordinated with us because then it would have been perfect. <laughs> but uh, I think there's like one kind of sort of half game we, we have picked here. But yeah. like lots of – I, I like that we're honing in on players – yeah, too. me too. Well, well, that's just like I, I've, you know, that's where I've had my most success uh, in the MLB world and, and gambling recently. So I just felt, you know what? Let's just let's just go for it. Let's just stick to some props here. And so I've got a couple. I actually had three, and ultimately I, I didn't feel great about the third one right as we were getting going for the show. So that's part of the name of the game here, right? It's uh, important to filter out the bets that you don't actually like, even if you just sort of half like them or have a feeling, but not a strong feeling. Get rid of those ones. So that's what I did. I've got two plays. You've got two plays. Let's go to your first one here because the play that I had that I cut out was in this same game that you are taking us to. It is Mets and Astros. We've got Carlos Carrasco against Framber Valdez. We are not making a play here on the game, however. We are making a play on one of the pitchers and their strikeout props. So let's hear it, Nick. What do you got for us? Well, first of all, great game, Astros-Mets. Yes. Uh, yes. But, yeah, I don't want to have anything to do with the game. Personally, mm-hmm. uh, just because I, it's like too, uh, it's too tough. I mean, it's, it's two very elite teams going against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, interleague, you know, can get odd sometimes. I don't. It's like a tough game to like get a grasp on. Um, however, the pitching matchup, uh, especially for the Mets, Carlos Carrasco last week uh, left his start with a back injury, which was which was sort of like I guess if you hate the Mets, was kind of hilarious because. Uh, it's not funny. Nobody should root for anybody to get hurt. But he's fine. But he left. He left their game with a back injury. They have an entire All Star team. They have an entire All Star rotation on injured reserve right now on injured yeah. on the injured list. Uh, and Carlos Carrasco would have been one more. It's it's almost it's almost hilariously unfair for the Mets right now. And yet they keep winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like as far as it as far as concerns Carlos Carrasco, they. Whether they were being, you know, overly cautious by taking him out of that game or, you know, if they're pushing him back maybe before they would rather because he's so needed right now in that rotation, um, you're going to have to decide that. But he is coming off an injury. He is pitching against a very good Astros lineup. 
Um, all of these things kind of line up uh, to to maybe not not necessarily a bad day for Carlos Carrasco, but there is a lot of pressure on him today in this game against the Astros. Not just the normal pressure of having to win a game, but having to make sure that he survives long enough mm-hmm. to to like hold down this rotation until Max Scherzer gets back. So you know, I I just I think against a, an Astros team. That makes a lot of contact. They're they're a very good, very selective hitting team. I'm gonna go with you know the the over under for for Carlos Carrasco strikeouts is three and a half. I'm gonna go under on the three and a half. I, it just sets up as a kind of game where he's gonna have to muscle it out and kind of and kind of veteran veteran himself through <laughs> this game. Not necessarily overpower the Astros because he he may be a little bit hobbled. He's going against a very good Astros team. And and it's just there. It, it doesn't seem like it doesn't scream like a like a high strikeout game for so for Carlos Carrasco. So whether or not he pitches really well, I'm I'm taking the under on on three and a half strikeouts, which is not very much. But mm-hmm. um, he only he only I think what through I think he struck out two in his last start. Um, you know he he struck out seven in the two in the two games before that, but. Those were games against the Marlins and the Angels, and the Marlins and the Angels aren't the Astros. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit low on on, on Carlos Carrasco on on the K total today. You're getting that at plus one ten. Certainly not the Carlos Carrasco, the pre-injury Carrasco we remember from his days in Cleveland. Still a very effective pitcher, but a different type of effectiveness that we've seen from him in New York than what we ever really saw from him in Cleveland. In uh, Astros, one of the most contact-oriented offenses in the majors. So certainly plenty of logic behind taking Carrasco to go under three and a half Ks, especially when you're getting a little bit of plus money on it, sitting at plus one ten. For my first play of the day, I go over to Rangers and Royals. So not exactly Astros and Mets in terms of uh, the quality of the teams. But we do have a lot of quality in the way Nate Lowe has been swinging the bat of late. One of the hottest hitters really in baseball. And this stretches back over almost any sort of arbitrary endpoint you want to throw on it. Unless you want to go all the way back to the start of the season. Uh, But Nate Lowe, I'll just take for my arbitrary endpoints here, Nick. I'll take the month of June. He came into June hitting 259, 316, 361. We are now staring down the end of June, and Nate Lowe is hitting 284, 335, 452. So he has just upped the slash line in a huge way in the month of June. He's on a four-game hitting streak, and that slash line for the month, just this month, 326, 367, 609. Three multi-hit games in his last six. I think he can keep things going against John Heasley, who takes the mound for the Royals today. He's not a guy who strikes anyone out. If, any, if I'm concerned about anything, I'd be concerned about Nate Lowe not getting enough to hit with uh, with what Heasley's walk rate is sitting up at 12.2% on the season. But still, I get one and a half bases. If we can go over that mark with Nate Lowe, that's going to pay out at plus 130. And with the way he's going... The pitcher he's facing, I think it all lines up for Nate Lowe to stay hot as uh, as we start to uh, wrap things up here in the month of June. Yeah, he's on a roll lately. He is picking on some bad teams a little bit. They they've hey, played whatever they've whatever. Who cares, <laughs> right? No, exactly. I mean, yeah. So they played the the Tigers and then they they played the Phillies. Um, he he did slightly less well against the Phillies, but then he and then he picked on the the Nationals again. What, what they're playing the Royals like what yeah. it's not it's not like they're you know they're going against the Yankees tonight so uh yeah like there's a lot of you, you know you have to get your hits when you take them and Nate Lowe right now is man he's taking them holy yeah. cow 
Yeah, absolutely. He's got uh, a couple of homers over the last week. Just been uh, really, really swinging a, a good bat for the Rangers, for any fantasy managers who might be listening to this show. And so let's get the gamblers in on it, too. Over one and a half bases for Nate Lowe. That'll pay plus 130, my first play of the day. All right, Nick, another great series is where you are going for your second play. You start us off with Mets-Astros. You take us now over to Red Sox and Blue Jays. Michael Walker taking the mound for the Red Sox. Ross Stripling taking the mound for the Blue Jays. You've got to play on the first five innings. Let's hear what it is. Yeah, good matchup, a good pitching matchup too, yep. uh, and a and a great and a great game overall. The, uh, I'm going with the Red Sox um, winning the first five innings. There's some value there. They're plus one fifteen, but it, it really, what we're talking about here is a is a Michael Walker pick. So I'm I'm hedging Player Day here a little bit, but this is really a Michael Walker pick. It, Michael Walker, you know, having, you know, I, I know he's been now in the American League for a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, having come from the Cardinals originally, he's a bit, he's like a bit, just a bit of an unknown factor in the American League. Um, you know, it's a young Blue Jays team, so they don't remember all the way back anyway, but. Uh, <laughs> they weren't grinding 2013 Michael Walker tape, you're telling not me? Not exactly. No, probably not. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, like he, he still, they still haven't faced him a ton, a little bit, but, but not a ton. And in his previous start against the Blue Jays, he went six innings, uh, struck out five. The Red Sox won that game easily, seven to one. Uh, he he held them to he held the Blue Jays to four hits in that game. Um, that's like the most recent best evidence we have of him pitching against the Blue Jays. Um, and he did that in Toronto. Uh, it's just you know the the one really the one hitter who's been able to. to to touch up Michael Walker a little bit, um, at least this year has been Bo Bichette. He has a home run and five RBIs against him, but otherwise, there's like not a lot going on for the Blue Jays against Michael Walker. And it, like, no knock on Ross Stripling here, but I th- I think it's just you know when you when you when you have the value of the bet uh, and you have a guy who's had success against the Blue Jays, mm-hmm. um, it just like it, it kind of gives me the I kind of. It kind of it gives the edge to the to the Red Sox at least in the first five innings. I don't. I'm hedging here on the game overall just because the Blue Jays are a really good team, um, and who knows how you know once you get to a bullpen you kind of have to throw it out a little bit. But um, I like Michael. I really like Michael Walker in this game uh, against the Blue Jays specifically in this matchup. Yeah, I, I like this too. Um, fun series. Uh, it's going to be the case really anytime any of these AL East teams get together. And I mean, even the Orioles, they're, 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 none, they're no pushover. So AL East series are going to be appointment television for the rest of the season. That's certainly the case tonight with the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. I'm going to wrap things up for us by taking us to the um, Cardinals and the Marlins. I'm doing another player prop. I mean, is there a hotter hitter in baseball than Paul Goldschmidt? Uh, there might be, but it, it's a very short list, and this has been the full season for the guy after his 4-for-4 four four performance on Monday night. He is now hitting 347, 429, 642, 19 homers, and a ridiculous 64 RBI on the season. So I went hunting for Paul Goldschmidt props. The Cardinals are facing Braxton Garrett. Braxton Garrett's actually a pretty interesting pitcher. Had a really nice uh, run at the AAA level last year. He's only thrown 17 and two-thirds at the major league level this season, so we're not really going to draw draw much from that, but was basically following up on what he did at the AAA level this year before he got the call to the Marlins. Interesting pitcher, tough assignment against these Cardinals. So I'm just looking for Goldschmidt props, Goldschmidt props, Goldschmidt props, bases, 
It's a tough draw in the bases, runs. It's a tough draw on the runs. The price just didn't feel right. The RBI, the price felt right for me at plus 110. So that's what I'm going with. I'm going to say Paul Goldschmidt drives in a run against Braxton Garrett and the Marlins tonight. Obviously, you need some things to go your way to drive in a run. Maybe he hits his 20th homer of the season. If he's not going to do that, he's going to need to come up with dudes on base. He's going to need to get some pitches to hit when that happens. So that's why you're pretty much always going to get a plus number, regardless of who you're talking about, when you're looking at an RBI bet. But with the way Goldschmidt has gone this season and with the way that he is going recently, this is just a dude who I want to bet on. I mean, we're talking about for just over his last three games, obviously a very, very short sample and a, a little bit of an arbitrary endpoint. Seven for twelve with that home run or with two home runs, excuse me, homers in each of his last two games. So I really like the way he's going. Plus one ten on the RBI line. That feels like a good bet to me. If Manny Machado had a claim to the you know the early edge on the NL MVP award, yeah, well he's injured. So mm-hmm. who's the NL MVP right now? It's Paul Goldschmidt, clearly, easily. Um, I think he had a claim against Machado even before Machado's injury. Yeah. Um, and when you're talking about RBI specifically, like you want to just straight compare those two players. Paul Goldschmidt has almost 20 more RBIs than Manny Machado. Uh, they are getting dudes are getting on base in front of him. Yeah. So it's it's a like, it's a really good play to. I mean, you you have to ride Paul Goldschmidt right now. I think uh, because I mean he's. He's clearly the best player in the league at this point. I mean, just look at the two guys who hit in front of him. You got Tommy Edmond, who's got a 340 OBP in 327 trips to the plate, and then Brendan Donovan, 201 plate appearances on the season, a 418 OBP. So Paul Goldschmidt definitely getting plenty of opportunities and taking advantage of them. You need both of those elements. You're going to have 64 RBIs in what 76 games played for your team. You're going to need both the opportunity and to be taking advantage of them regularly. Paul Goldschmidt getting that, doing that, and also driven himself in 19 times with those homers. That certainly helps the RBI count quite a bit. That's it for us. We've got uh, four plays for you. Carlos Carrasco under on the strikeouts. Red Sox first five against the Blue Jays. Nate Lowe over one and a half bases and a Paul Goldschmidt. RBI. We are done. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Best on the Board. For Nick, I am Michael Beller. Good luck. Happy betting. We'll talk to you soon.